just I just I just speak my peace keep my peace What's good, y'all? Welcome to the Speak Our Peace podcast. As always, I'm your gracious host, Greg Lacey. <laughs> like we always do about this time, I hope this episode reach you all in good health, good wealth, and to take care of yourself and your loved ones, as we know how important that is. There are times where I come on this podcast and I'll overstress the importance of looking out and taking care of one another, not because it's a cool thing to say, but out of necessity. Another phrase that usually accompanies that statement is because don't nobody care about us but us. I don't push these messages to be divisive, not to pit one race against another. You know, if you have non-black friends, then so be it. If you have uh, a non-black significant other, so be it. If you have non-black co-workers, leaders, or other positive influences in your life, so be it. Um, but what's imperative for us to remember is that when push comes to shove and when shit hits the fan, more times than not, you are going to have to lean on the support and the empathy from folks that look, talk, and walk like you. I reiterate those phrases that I just mentioned often, mainly from a place of security. This country and this world, quite frankly, for centuries have ran with the belief that the darker your skin pigment, the less value your life has. That was made apparent through slavery it was further driven home with the three-fifths clause that was found in the Constitution that basically implied that um, our ancestors were only three-fifths or basically 60% of a human being. Those beliefs were further instated through the inhumane behaviors that we've seen displayed during the Jim Crow era that birthed the civil rights fight. Um, they were further instated through mass incarceration of you know our fathers, our uncles, our brothers, our cousins, and friends. They continue to further remind us that those beliefs are still alive and well when a 17-year-old boy is murdered as he walks home from the store with Skittles and Arizona tea because he quote-unquote looks suspicious. When police officers shoot and kill a man um, inches away from his girlfriend and daughter as they are sitting in a car during a traffic stop. When a woman is awakened from her sleep in the middle of the night due to officers performing a no-knock warrant on her home, and kill her just moments after entering her home. When a young man is chased down and killed a few blocks from his home because he looks suspicious, quote unquote, as he's completing a jog um, in his neighborhood. And so many other more, the list doesn't stop there. And I'm pretty sure you are well aware of that. And there is no difference in the case of 30 year old Jordan Neely, who was pinned down for 15 minutes by three idiots and barely choked to death by Daniel Penny on a New York subway train separately because he was black. Now, I'm not implying that he was sought after and he was murdered because he was black, but there was no regard or no empathy um, for his life because he was black. This goes back to the remnants of that three-fifths clause of, you know, black people not being human beings. You can't have regard for someone's life when all of your life you have believed that folks that resemble him are less than you. That was very clear when he decided to essentially hold someone in a chokehold for reported 15 minutes and even continue to do so after the man goes breathless. Those beliefs are apparent when said person becomes lifeless and you continue to strangulate him. Those beliefs are apparent when another subway water comes over to try to pour water on the lifeless body in an attempt to um, preserve whatever life is left 
and you proceed to prevent that person from doing so. And don't fall for the media point fake, y'all. Michael Max warned us about this 60 plus years ago when he told us that, you know, if we aren't careful enough, the media will have us hating the people who are being oppressed and loving the people who are doing the oppressing. That's just the power of the media. So let's make one thing very apparently clear. Jordan Nilly was and is the oppressed. The media is trying their best to paint him in a negative light, really in an effort to justify this public lynching. So don't fall for it. Not only was Jordan Neely black, he was also homeless. So there's even more of a reason to not have any regard for his life in their eyes. Oh, and don't forget that we you know he was 14 years old and his mother was murdered, also strangulated, stuffed into a suitcase and thrown on the side of a highway. So from the age 14 when his mother was murdered till the day that he was murdered at age 30, he had to live with the emotional toll and turmoil of that sudden and tragic loss of his parents. Also, don't forget that he was on New York City's top 50 list of homeless folks who were in dire need of housing assistance. It's all a puff fake. They create this narrative of this emotionally broken and deranged man who life meant little to nothing to get you in the air. And once you're in the air and you're retreating from that puff fake, they're attempting an uncontested shot. The uncontested shot in this instance is protecting the identity of the son of a 30-year veteran of the NYPD. The uncontested shot is making sure that they overstate that this murderer is a Marine veteran once they finally decide to uh, reveal his identity. The uncontested shot is bringing the murderer in for questioning as soon after releasing him free to go, despite the fact that he just choked someone to death and it was all caught on video. The uncontested shot is changing the narrative from focusing on this public lynching that just happened and focusing on the issue of homelessness and militant illness. Now, I say all this because the details surrounding what led up to the moment was that Jordan Neely entered a subway cart shouting about how he was hungry and thirsty and down bad and how he was fed up with his current being. And from there, he was supposed to have unzipped his jacket, take it off, and slammed it on the ground. One of the witnesses on the subway cart stated that, you know, he was acting erratically on the subway, but he did not harm anyone. He didn't brandish any weapons or appear to be a threat. But somehow Daniel Penny cowardly came up behind this man and ended up choking him, wrestling him to the ground and strangling him for approximately 15 minutes. Whatever happened to one, having regard for another human's life, and two, just minding your own fucking business like everybody else in New York does. Most of you know that, you know, I lived in New York for about four years and I rode the subway very frequently because I didn't have a car. In fact, the subway in which he lost his life on was one of the ones that I frequent, the F-Line. And I, like most subway riders, have experienced many instances on rides to where another rider's behavior may have been frowned upon. And the majority of the time, that behavior was yelling, never physically touching, anyone are verbally assaulted anyone or that's not what i've witnessed in my time on the subway but just yelling in those instances you know what i've done i probably turn up my music a little louder so i can't hear them pay a little or not a single to attention to the other rider and if we happen to be near each other i may move around to you know another spot to get away from the rider but at a hundred of those interactions never ever, ever thought you know what let me kill this person so that we can all ride in peace never Never in my life have I thought murdering someone 
was the best response to making the environment I was in more comfortable. Because I possess a decency to have regard for human life. Daniel Penny did not, and for that he should ride in prison for the remainder of his life. You know, people go through issues, people will experience a lot of things that, you know, cause them to have, you know, emotional breakdowns that, that cause them to have episodes, but that don't make them less of a person. You know, we all are going through things one way or another. We all have experienced things that have caused a toll on our life and affected us one way or another. But that don't mean that our life is is not valuable because of that. That don't mean that our life should be taken because we are having an episode because, you know, at the moment, you know, life just may be getting the best of us. But more times than not, we see these instances to where what black people go through and the experience of, of, of black people in this country is just, it's not cared for. The experience of the black people in this country is not taken into account. So when you have this black man who, and again, this is all supposed, this is all alleged, we don't know exact details around what happened, but if he enters the subway and he's saying that he's hungry and that you know, he's, fed, he's hungry and he's thirsty and he's fed up, why was his life not met with empathy? Why was this not addressed in another way other than killing someone? Like, if I had the opportunity to kill someone every time that they made me feel uncomfortable, Honestly, I would be in jail because, you know, when I feel uncomfortable, when I see a police officer, knowing the history of the police in this country and people that look like me, you know, when I feel uncomfortable, other than seeing them basically, when I see a police officer get behind me, because I know the history of traffic stops and what that leads to for black people in this world. So because I feel uncomfortable, that means that I have the right to take the life of these police officers because of things that I've seen in this country. No, because I have the regard for another human being's life. I don't come in this podcast and stress the stuff that I stress because I want us to live in a solid tool by ourselves. I just want to continue to remind y'all that these people don't care about us. And so we have to care about ourselves. We have to take care of ourselves. We have to build community. We have to do all these things to make sure that we are supporting one another because we don't have we don't have those opportunities. We don't have that support that every other protected uh, class in this country has. And so if we're not taking care of one another. We're all out here defending for ourselves. And that's not what we should be doing. We should be taking care of ourselves by any means necessary. It's unfortunate this man lost his life. But I love that the people in New York reacted in the way that they reacted. Because this should not have happened. And they're in the streets and on those subways making everybody's life uncomfortable because of the actions of this man who, quite frankly, is a monster. There was no excuse for taking someone's life just because of they make you feel uncomfortable. Rest in peace to Jordan Neely. As we get out of here, my what to watch for this week, we're going to go with Dear Mama on FX. Once again, my what to watch for this week is Dear Mama on FX. That's the Speak My Peace podcast for this week. I'm out.